I was just listening to an interview with Jake Tapper, and apparently he's been writing novels. And what I found interesting was the slippage between writing as a journalist and writing as a novelist based on actual characters and real-life events. At some point in the creative process, you have to make a decision what genre you're going to be writing in. But I certainly understand as a creative person that you're, you're faced with those crossroads and you have to make a decision what style you're going to write in. But it's, it's an awful lot of fun to play around in that space and not to have to make any decision about how you're going to go about it. I also find that sometimes I'm faced with a decision between being an artist and a craftsman. I like being both, but I enjoy the craft part of it because I like being involved and just working with my hands. But ideas also matter, and the um, atmosphere around a piece, the artistry, the ideas, the concepts have to matter as well. A metaphor I always come back to is architecture and is something that I was interested in very early on, and I'm still very interested in architecture. So when I work on music, I like to work on frameworks. That's where I feel I'm, I'm most effective and I feel happier when I'm working in that realm because I feel that if the structure is, is uh, constructed well, you can build all kinds of stuff on it. You can decorate it however you want, and the piece is going to hold up. I've been thinking about that a lot since the collapsed condo building in South Florida. I started to see architecture become a little bit flimsy back in the 1980s. Or I was just thinking about that in retrospect and comparing it to previous eras in architecture. So the buildings in the 1920s and the 1930s uh, in downtown Chicago are very sturdy buildings, and they're not going to fall down. Uh, but then if you look at buildings like, uh, take for example, the, the work of Philip Johnson, who I really like, but his buildings are, are more like sculptures. They're artistic ideas. And this goes back to my idea about deciding whether you want to be an artist or a craftsman. And uh, the sweet spot for me is to be somewhat in the center of that because you're concerned about the framework. You're, in, you're concerned about the integrity and you, you take that as a, uh, an important personal responsibility as a creator to be concerned with that. Obviously, engineers are involved in that, and that's something that architectures can disabuse themselves of because they can just move on to the, the sculpture end of it. And I understand that because that's the fun part. That's the part that we think is so creative. But I have an appreciation for what engineers do. I have an appreciation for what composers have done in the past in terms of uh, thinking about the integrity of the piece and working in a space which is both uh, an important engineering project and an important conceptual art project where you're, you're making an impact in culture. And it's a dual responsibility. In terms of the bridge metaphor, I find it interesting that 
from a structural standpoint in songwriting, sometimes you want to put in a bridge. And that's a main structural element. That's where you can kind of get into the engineering of songwriting and the engineering of composing. And then you can wear another hat and then you can just get into the artist mode where you don't uh, have to put in uh, a bridge, a traditional bridge per se. You can just identify a piece a part of the music which can function as a bridge, and you can just call that a bridge. So that's two different ways of thinking about things. In terms of using a bridge as a metaphor and crossing a bridge, perhaps all you want to do is stay on the bridge. You're not on the bridge in order to cross it to get somewhere else. You're just on the bridge all the time, and you can either... Uh, call that a situation where you're indecisive or if you're effective just being on the bridge why go off the bridge why go off onto the other side when in fact if you go to the other side you might be stuck there that's how i think about it and maybe sometimes you want to be stuck maybe you want to go over to that other area and i have done that a lot in the past um, just recently i've just started getting back into just manual writing, composing in the traditional sense. And once I have a structure there, then I feel that I, I just have a, uh, I'm, I'm more liberated to be an artist in that situation. So if we return to the architecture metaphor, you build a structure and then you could just decorate it however you want. So in terms of the Philip Johnson buildings, obviously the structures are are sound, and then he can just do whatever he wants to the outside and the inside, and he could be an artist. That's that's great too, but uh, you get, you have to have a solid foundation. That's a good place to start anywhere. There's an interesting section in Louis Menon's recent book, "The Free World: Art and Thought in the Cold War," and in this section, Lion. Lionel Trilling is talking about the uh, difference between Trilling and Allen Ginsberg. And what Trilling says is that he imagined a culture in the anthropological sense as a Mobius strip. You can invert mainstream values, but it is mainstream values that give the inversion meaning. You're still on the strip. So the strip here is a metaphor for the bridge. And it's the metaphors that we return to in order to make sense of what we're doing in any particular situation, whether it be real-life events or fictionalized events or uh, some combination of the two. One artist that comes to mind is the... Uh, well, he's actually an author. It's W.G. Sebald. Uh, there are many circles that think he's an artist, and I think he is an artist rather than just an author. And that's an example of being on the bridge. Uh, in many of his works, there's all this jumping around. You can't tell, uh, you know, take, for example, The Rings of Saturn. Is it a travelogue? Is it a history book? Is it a novel? It's all those things, and it's constantly reinventing itself. It's always skipping around because it's a part of the 
dreaming process. That's how I understood the rings of Saturn. It's kind of this dream. It's this daydreaming that's constantly happening. And while you're in the daydream, you're uh, exploring all these different territories. And the fact that you're walking through the countryside, the act of walking is a way to think about things. And it's always being not only on the path, but on the bridge constantly. We can extend the bridge metaphor to include fences. We say we're on the fence about something. That means we're indecisive about it. But obviously we can we can jump over the fence and it has the same effect of crossing the bridge to get to another area. And it depends on what metaphor you want to use. But for this particular thought experiment, it's the, the bridge because it's an area that is open. It's not a it's not a barrier. Um, now, a river is another example. You're going to cross the river um, to get to some new experience or to change something elementally. Um, but I think the bridge metaphor is the best one because, I mean, literally there's a connection with music because there are bridges in music. But it's, it's a place where um, you can stay on and it's something that uh, has access to both sides. So it gives you um, free access to all those ideas and you, you're not closed off to anything. In terms of The Rings of Saturn, obviously it's a book that I've written some music for. And it's a good example of the bridge between a literary work and some music that's been written about it.